Welcome back to the Home Focus After Bedtime, a podcast where we, Denny and Chris, talk about the important past and future events along our journey to redefine our home focus. In our podcast today, we'll dive a little deeper into the backstory of our home buying process. We'll talk about why we're looking for a house, what we want in a house, the types of houses we grew up in, and what we'd love to carry over from those houses. We hope you enjoy listening and following along as we try to make our dreams reality. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hi all, how are you doing today? Today we're going to talk about our journey in buying a house and why this has been important to us and how that's going. So first we thought we would talk about why it is important to us to buy a house. There's a lot of reasons, but we will kind of try to narrow it down and pinpoint for ourselves and for other people why we would like to buy a house. To bring you up to speed, we've been renting a house for about five years in the same place with the same landlady, and she's delightful. However, there comes a time in our life where we feel that we should probably be investing this money into ourselves uh, because that financially makes more sense to us at this point now that we have an idea of what we want and where we want to live. But let's back it up even farther if you're going for all the context. We are a gay family, lesbian mamas who cannot naturally have children. So when we first got together, we made the choice, would you like to buy a house first or would you like to buy some children first? And we decided that we would like to grow our family before we bought a house that that was more important to us. So we've had some children, three of them, and now we've decided, okay, let's shift our focus to buying a house. That's true. Uh, I'm sure that there were probably some questions about why don't you have a house yet? And that's, that's why we chose to have children first for a lot of reasons. You know, we're not spring chickens in our early 20s and have all the fertility in the world. Uh, so there was definitely some time pressure there of how long is it going to take for us to have kids? How long will it take for it to happen? What does that look like? But long story short, we elected to have children. Now we have three beautiful children and a house that we rent, but we want to change that scenario to three beautiful children and the house that we own. So my biggest rationale for wanting to buy a home other than the financial aspect of building equity instead of just making our landlord richer is for our kids so that they can have a space, a yard to play in that we can modify how we would like for them. Uh, Yes, we could rent a house that has a yard and extra space and all of that, but we can't modify it and make the changes that we want or that our children want. So buying is the answer for that. I would agree. I think for me, it's also modifying the house and being able to modify the interiors more kind of my thought because exterior I feel like we can modify more when we rent but interior we really can't build anything like it would be awesome to have some loft beds for the kids so they could have like a little play area or uh, build in some extra storage or put in extra cabinets in the kitchen there's a lot of things that I see that I would love to do that we're just not in a position to do because we do rent the other thing is you know building our own equity So financially making sense there, 
uh, and building our financial worth so that we are putting this money towards us instead of someone else. And don't get me wrong, our landlord, our landlady and landlord, they've been wonderful and they've addressed things when we needed them to. And, you know, we live in a nice house now. But it would really be nice to be investing that money in ourselves for our future. So now that we've discussed kind of why we are looking for a house, I think it's important to talk about what we are looking for in a house with the caveat of knowing that this has changed multiple times throughout our process of looking for a house and searching and all of that. But as of this moment, this would be what we are looking for in a house. First and foremost, we're looking for a single family home. That's true. Whether that be single family, what do you call that? Brick and mortar. Somebody built it on site. Sticks and bricks. Or we have also looked into manufactured homes that are placed on land. It is very important to us, to me, maybe to others in this house, I'm not sure, but very important to me not to share walls, spaces, (laughs) anything with another human other than our family. That's true. If we're buying a house, I also do not want to share walls or space with other humans. As a potential home buyer, I really want it to be our space. This and is having, my wall. And having children yeah, that changes that. When yeah. you have screaming infants, toddlers, all of that, I don't want to have to worry about, oh, some somebody is crying and it's the middle of the night. I don't want to have to worry about somebody's banging on the walls because we're tap your sticks, tap, tap, tapping <laughs> on our neighbor's wall, on our yeah. I don't know what's wall. Or kick feet. We do so, that a lot of, at, while we sleep. Yeah. So anyways, we don't want to have to worry about that. So yeah. single family home it is. That's sure. Single Anyways. family home. I would love a four bedroom house so that all of our kids could have their own space. And I get it. We hear it a lot. They can share rooms. However, there's something really sacred about having your own space. Having a space that you can go to and be like, nope, I need some space. This is my space. This is my room. I think that would be really helpful, uh, especially for kids that are going to be homeschooled because they are gonna spend all day, every day, for the most part, with each other. So for them being able to have that kind of space that they call their own, where they're like, I've literally spent 12 hours all day with my siblings and maybe I want five minutes to just kind of be in my own space and do my own thing and not have to worry about that, I think would be really nice as they get older. Right now, I think they would do okay with it, but it's also nice just to have that space, to have that that time The other thing that I think about since our kids are little is having four bedrooms so that they could all each have their own individual bedtime and bedtime story because we do read to them in bed and then if they're more than one in a room then it kind of becomes a shared bedtime I think. So I think that would be really great. I would also love at least one and a half bathrooms because with five bottoms one toilet is not enough. And we've already experienced that with our current house. We have a two and a half bath house right now that we are renting. And with two that are enjoying potty training and their leisurely pace, they love to use the bathroom. And we are already noticing that more toilets would be helpful. What else do you want in a house? So I think a yard. I think we need to have one. Right now we have kind of a concrete slab and an area of bark and that really hasn't been great and our front yard is pretty small as well 
so being able to have some space for them to actually be able to run and play and like and if they want put up a playhouse or something like that some garden beds i know that's uh a point that you would really like yeah i would love to have a garden we've been waffling back and forth on square footage at first we were we want this massive house and we were finding houses like that and then we've switched our location where we are looking which we will get into in a later podcast but our square footage requirements and what we can find are much smaller so we're going back and forth hoping to stick around at least what we have right now just knowing that the trade-off comes if we have more outdoor space then we won't feel as cramped inside i'd agree I think also uh, having a patio is pretty nice as well because it gives it a little bit of covered outdoor space. We're focusing on what we are. (laughs) We have a lot of those. These would be nice. This would be nice. Yeah. But our our breakdown of what our needs are, four bedroom, one and a half bath, some outdoor space. I would agree. Right. I would those, agree. Those are the, the those bare, are the bare bones. bones. We do have a lot of, well, this would be nice, but maybe not completely necessary. Oh, and it has to have walls. <laughs> We've seen a lot of houses that don't have walls. Has to have walls, has to have safe electricity and a roof. And again, we'll get into these wonderful things that we're seeing on the market right now in a later podcast. So make sure that you... Subscribe to our podcast and follow us along on Instagram at the underscore home underscore focus. We also have a blog at thehomefocus.com. Yeah, so follow along so that you can hear about these interesting homes that we've been seeing lately. I I agree. <laughs> I agree. That's we, a teaser. We should, we should definitely do a, a podcast on some of the most interesting homes that we've been in and seen pictures of because some of them we don't even want to go see. Okay, so now that we're all really excited to listen to next week's podcast, let's get back to today's topics. I don't know about you guys, but we often have conversations about the homes that we grew up in, the memories that we have, and now that we're in our own home buying process, we talk about the things that we'd love to see carried over or copied from our childhood homes. So let's delve into that a little bit more. What kind of home did you grow up in? So growing up, I had a, I think it was originally a two-bedroom, one-bath house with my parents, and I'm an only child. So two-bedroom, one-bath, and then my dad put in another half-bath because too many bottoms, not enough toilets. And then he converted the upstairs to a bedroom, so then it ended up being three bedrooms, uh, one and a half bath. We had a basement, which I think I really like basements because it's nice in the summer when it's super hot and it just gives you a little bit of extra space to work with, whether it's for storage or things like that. Uh, kind of had a very typical kitchen, very, very standard classic layout of a house of like, here's your living room, here's your dining room, here are your bedrooms, here's your kitchen. Uh, so I think my parents, I think, I want to say that their lot was about 10,000 square feet, maybe. And then they had a patio out back, which ended up being covered in a garage space. The garage space was super nice. It was actually a pretty decent-sized garage. Uh, and a playhouse. I had a playhouse as a kid. So that's that's what I grew up in. So I think the important question to ask, then, is what out of your childhood home would you like to see repeated in our future home? How many am I allowed to pick? Whatever you think is important. I would love 
a basement. I would also love a patio. So I think those two things I would really like. Uh, they give a little bit of extra space in the house, a little bit of extra living space, even if it's outdoor living space. I really enjoyed them, uh, especially when it ended up being a screened-in porch. That was kind of nice. How about your house? What was your house like growing up? The main quarters of my home growing up for most of my life was a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath. It had living room, a kitchen area. We used part of the house. My mom was a daycare provider, in-home daycare, so part of the house was used as daycare business space. Of course, we used it other times, but... uh, And then the other part of the house was off-limits for the daycare, and so that was our living space. We also had an addition put onto the house at some point, which we used for various things. It has a nice front yard, nice large backyard. It had a deck put on later in life. What else? Has a carport. Which is very common out here, I'm learning. So what I would keep from that house is outdoor space, because there was always something to play on. Play structure, climbing structure, kids' cars, things like that bedrooms. Everybody had their own bedroom. That was nice. Another outdoor space that can be used as whatever you want it to be. So as I was growing up, it became an apartment for family members. Mm -hmm. It became a game room with a pool table and an air hockey table. It became my parents' actual house. It's kind of morphed. So I enjoyed having that if we could have a shed or a garage that we could do what we want whether that be a play area for the kids or a homeschooling room, something like that. It's almost like a flex space. I really like your parents' deck, even though uh, that wasn't there when when you were growing up. But I think they have a nice deck and yeah. backyard. But you already yeah. said backyard. Yeah. But I like I'd their keep deck. the outdoor space. I also like uh, that there's a little play space near the kitchen. It's a little bit more of an open layout, an open concept layout versus completely closed off so oh because i didn't talk about the style i think it's a ranch style rancher so it's all one level all right so now you know why we're looking for a house what we want in a house what we came from with housing so i think the next thing for us to talk about is where we're at now and if you check back next week you'll get to hear all about it We will discuss all the details, what we've seen so far, how we started this process, where we are at, where we're going, where we're going, and you never know when the next podcast is going to start with, we bought a house! We bought a house! Sounds like my Elmo voice. Just saying. You never know. So keep following us so that one day you too can hear that wonderful excitement. Oh, and if you have any tips for home buying, especially in Oregon, feel free to send them to us at the underscore home underscore focus on Instagram or the home focus business at gmail.com. If you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe to this podcast, The Home Focus After Bedtime, in order to get weekly updates on our progress. We also have a blog at thehomefocus.com. Thanks so much for listening to the Home Focus After Bedtime. We hope you'll come back next week. I'm Denny. And Chris. (laughs) 